cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Are you I'm, ready, Melia? I'm ready, Lisa. Let's do this. <laughs> this is actually a great start because it's indicative of how we feel tonight, which is rubbish. Absolutely and this episode rubbish. was rubbish. Welcome back to another episode of Beers, Beats and Battlestar Galactica, where we, Melia and Lisa, review episodes of the sci-fi original <laughs> series Battlestar Galactica. Um, tonight we are covering the fourth episode of the first season, Act of Contrition, and we have... We have opinions about this episode, don't we, Lisa? Well, I mean, they're short. <laughs> yeah, concise. Lots of capitals. Lots of capitals. I've had kind a very like Trumpian approach to yeah. edit, uh, reviewing this. There's a lot I'm of exclamation marks. I'm just imagining this marks. entire podcast is Trump tweets. <laughs> yeah. I think we, we should could. just do them for the rest of the week. We could. <laughs> I think that's going to be our summary. <laughs> um, but yes, we are Beards, Beats and Battlestar Galactica. Every week we talk about an episode or we do an episode by episode recap or a beat by beat talk about the key themes of the episode um, and we talk about whether we liked it or not and we usually do that over drinking a beer. This week we're drinking Furfies which is a local Victorian beer because Furfy is a slang term that can mean lies and there are some there's some lying in this episode. Yeah I mean to a point. <laughs> lies! I think the general theme is just Bad writing and <laughs> terrible flashbacks. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like actually the show lied to me because <laughs> this was like the first episode where I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing a podcast. Look, I reconsidered. I trusted you. <laughs> this is all on you. I, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, it was um, not my fave. But yeah, we're going to get into the beat by beat in a minute. Um, I will just let you guys know you can follow us on um, social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Beers Beats with B-E-A-T-S. BSG to see the beers we drink every week, um, screenshots, pop culture references. Lisa put up a very good uh, screen grab from Portlandia today, apt because of the terrible cliffhanger that this I feel like, finishes well, with. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> really. But I feel like maybe that could be a special episode that we could do is the Portlandia Beers Beats and Battlestar Galactica mm. episode. Because it's like a, a crossover. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> crossover. I don't really watch Portlandia. Do you watch Portlandia? I've seen a little bit of it. Yeah. I mostly like Fred Armisen because he's like the most ambiguous, like producer Tom and I have talked about this in the past, that he's both ambiguous in like personality and ambiguous in race. Like he plays all kinds of different people and mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure where Fred Armisen fits in. Okay. Anyway. Portlandia. I like that he works right. with that though. Yeah. No, Probably gets asked all the time yeah. and he's like, screw you guys. I'm going to throw this like into, <laughs> into more confusion. I'm going to be Tito tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of being asked. I'm sick of being asked <laughs> where I'm from. <sighs> we're Should we do this? start? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell how, how wrapped we are? Wrapped or? No, I'm not. I'm not going to make any more puns. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're covering the fourth episode of the first season of Battlestar Galactica called Act of Contrition, which was directed by Rod Hardy. I blame you, Rod. And written by Bradley Thompson and David Weddle. Surely it's a group effort, though. Yeah, and also um, none of these writers or that director have done any of the previous episodes. Um, do they do any in the future? I just feel I should be pre-warned. You know, I haven't found that out because I'm <laughs> kind of worried they might, and I don't. <laughs> I want to like keep your expectations um, where they are now. <laughs> it then will they're on for the rest for of the series. <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we're holding all three of you blokes accountable for this episode, um, which was not our fave. 
Shall we go through the beat by beat and then yeah, we can let's talk do through it. things? Oh, yeah, I mean, we've already gone through the main theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this was mostly on the Battlestar Galactica this, this week. We did have one scene on Silent Occupied Caprica, which I think we can just stick to our usual leave that till the end because yep. there was like two minutes of the episode. Yeah. Um, Battlestar Galactica. So we open on Starbucks Viper kind of spinning through um, space. Um, we see that she's in trouble. We don't really know the background. Or even if it's now. Or even if it's now, it's super vague. Mm. Um, and then we flash back, like, that's like a minute, maybe less. It's like not very long. And then we flash back to her and Apollo um, near the hangar deck. Um, they're in, like, the little, like, um, quarters, the pilot quarters that are mm. adjacent to the hangar deck. And they're doing, you know, the usual, like, flirting and funny. And again, when I first watched this back, I was like, oh, this must be in the past. I thought so too. Yeah. And then I, I was, was so, so confused. Because I was I, like, why are they so happy? Are they I still know, running away They're not from allowed to be happy. Like, You're in war. Yeah, it was no really, moments of happiness. It was Although, really weird actually, direction. when I think about it, I do quite like the idea of people still having fun in this kind of situation, but I had no idea what was going on. Like, no yeah. idea at all. I really thought that this was, like, pre-Cylon mm. mm. um, and that this was, like, some weird flashback while she was, like, spinning out on the um, ship. Yeah, you know? And I had watched this episode before yeah. at least once, so yeah. clearly it was forgettable the first one <laughs> to two times. Anyway, I'd repress that. So, yeah, there's that scene with her and Apollo. They're kind of flirting, you know, they're doing something like graffitiing a um, helmet. 1,000 on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah paint falls on the floor and I'm like are you trying to like prepare us for like what's mm. happening later like I was really trying to, I was really stretching you were really, really trying stretching. you were trying to make it work so much <laughs> yeah so, so there's like a lieutenant which again this is like a random lieutenant we have never seen him before have we not I thought I recognized him isn't he the guy that she told off in the last episode for landing hot Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think we've seen him once before. Well, he's not a named character. No. So he's like some, like, you know, lieutenant. It's and more fun when they die when we have an invested relationship in them. Well, again, because it was so confusing, I mm. thought that it was Zach Adama. So I was like, oh, they're flashing back because I remembered ah. this was like the vibe of this episode. Oh, because at, at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> yeah. it's the whole, like, oh, they have the Zach, flashback. My Remember, I yeah. told them, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um,. <laughs> Sorry, I know we're talking over each other a lot tonight. <laughs> we have lots of feelings and we need to share them with you. Um, yeah, so they have there's like this random guy who just hit 1,000 landings um, and they're like spinning him around and, and Tyrrell's mad because no one's got a him wagon? a trolley or wagon. Yeah. He's like, get me a oh, wagon. Get me a wagon. Yeah. And again, that's why I thought it must be like in the past because I was like, surely Tyrrell has more important shit to worry about. Like true. how they're powering the ship that just did all this water damage mm. and like they've got to repair the tanks than being like but somebody get him a wagon like yeah. that was super weird Again, so some kind yeah. of weird ritual they do for like a hundred landings a thousand a thousand yeah. sorry yeah 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 which is cool like i do like and like i think we talked about this a bit last week like it, i think fun is an important part of human experience i sort of like nah. you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find positive here. No, you're right. You're being just much more generous. <laughs> hey, I'm not saying it was done well. I'm just saying that I like the idea that they're having yeah. some fun. Um, yeah, cool. Okay, so that happens and then shit blows up and people die. Yeah, the rocket comes loose. Um, also, I just need 
we need to talk about the pan pipes in this scene because it kept going back and forth between like the guy on the wagon with pan pipes being like to the Fred Armisen conversation. It was like Fred Armisen in Anchorman where he's like, like leaving up with the pipe, the flute. It was like that. And then it would cut to like, you know, um, Apollo and yeah, Yeah. Starbuck in like cold, no music. And it was Mm. like, is this music meant to be diegetic or non-diegetic? Like, I don't know if you know what that means. I don't know what that means. Okay, so... In film or TV, um, when it, when some, when a sound like music or talking or a sound effect is diegetic, it's heard by the characters, it's in mm, their world, so mm-hmm. it's supposed to be like, you know, like when the rocket blaster goes off, like yeah. everyone hears and reacts to that. Yeah. But when it's non-diegetic, it's like soundtrack music okay. or, um, you know, like ominous tones. Mm-hmm. And so this was super weird because I was like, because it kept cutting in and out I was like are the pan pipes is someone playing pan pipes like is this part of like the celebration ah. like someone's just like hoo 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 in the background interesting like, it's very very weird and I yeah. found it very jarring um, and that pretty much set the tone of this episode for me but yeah, yeah. then the rocket goes off and yeah everyone, but it's also like you know. oh do you think something might happen with the rocket do you think I don't know they keep looking the at the rocket pipes. yeah <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like it's like the thing that we I think we complained about last week or the week before I was like no the week before last it was like you can just People are smart. Like, your yeah. viewers are smart. Oh, uh, we, we can talk about this, like, far more in this episode. But, yeah, <laughs> when it, when a show thinks that you are so, like, you, you can't follow the basic plot, like, it needs to tip <laughs> its hand to you that many times. Like, hey, remember this character? Remember, remember. You're like, I fucking remember. Yeah. Like, yeah. stop hitting me over the head with it. And yeah. this, this was from, like, the first scene. Um, and so, then it continues on and on and on, on and on and on and on. Wait, wait. So let me get it straight, though. Did Starbuck date Adama's son at some point? Like, yes, is that a we thing can that come happened? to that. Yes. Yeah, okay, There's like I'm a just whole checking. conversation later in the episode. <laughs> but then also, oh, you're being sarcastic. I get oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you honestly not get that? Because, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, I take back what I said. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I think they had a thing. She might have talked about it in the pilot. She might have talked about it in the it might other been, episode. It might have been mentioned It might before. be the crux of her relationship with Apollo. <laughs> Okay, thank God you got that. Oh my goodness. Fucking hell, we are losing our minds. Sarcasm there. This is a fun episode. This Continue. is, yeah, sarcasm. And then we go to credits, right? Then we go to credits. There are mini copies. They have a plan. Oh no, that was at the beginning. This is a sad music open. Uh, yeah. um, and we get the flash forward, yeah. which lied to me because. I thought you know, definitely it Six was going to have sex as well. It did yeah. look like it was good. Yeah. And it looked like it was, it was so. I thought it was Six having sex. And I was like, oh my God, it's Starbuck. Yeah. Yeah, because that was like the one surprise. <laughs> yeah, you know, take what you can get, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so there was, so the rocket goes off, the credits run. There's the flashy flash forward situation, and then we go back to the hangar deck, where it's just like that random lady talking to Tyrrell, being like, like, like who? She's like, like you've been watching Twin Peaks, so you'll get this. It's like the log lady in mm. Twin Peaks, but the log lady has way more payoff than like this random yeah. like engineer woman who. It's almost, like, introduced as if she's a character that we should, like, know something about because mm. she gets, like, a significant amount of speaking time. But she's just giving exposition, like, oh, it was a worn-out strap. It's, you know, damaged goods. And Tyrrell's like, I've never had anyone die on my floor before, like, mm. on, on my deck. Hit us um, over the head again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that it's just, yeah, it's like we didn't understand that part, we actually. Have seen. I didn't understand that there was something wrong with the, um, with the strap. Yeah, because so it was really breaking. glad you came in and talked yeah. about that. Um, they have this thing, so I think they 
read it in the West Wing Weekly, but I sort of heard it through Jed Barlett's My President, which is a West Wing mm. po- podcast. <laughs> and they call it a, um, it's like when someone explains something to the plot to someone mm. else, and it's usually a guy Exposition. doing it to a girl, and it's usually Josh doing it to Donna. Mm. Mm. But they call it a Teladonna, and I love this expression, huh. and I think that we should use it. A and that's all I'm saying. Yep. A Teladonna. It's like when someone's explaining something that's like happening, or mm-hmm. like how something works, mm-hmm. so that Just we can understand it. Um, but in this case, unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. And something that I like about this show is that often like um they had it in this episode like they used the term cad at one point mm. um about i think starbucks role um and like they use a lot of military jargon and they don't explain the acronyms to you like unless you have someone like when the president asked polo to mm. explain like she thought a cag was like you know C-A-G. A K-A- yeah, C-A-G, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and I like that because, yeah, these are, like, people existing in the day-to-day military environment. So it wouldn't make sense for them to be like, oh, blah, blah. And so it doesn't make sense for this woman to be like, the strap was really faulty and damaged and old. It's like, we saw that. We saw it falter. <laughs> it was old, clearly. Uh, anyway, uh, um, yeah. you, we could go on. this is a frustrating thing about the Harry Potter movies is, like, every single one, they're doing it again and again. Sorry, we just <laughs> changed. But they do. They're like, oh, like, they'll be like, and it's just, it's just a stupid thing as well. Like, what's a muggle? And it's like, oh. Mm. You're not yeah. going to ask the question. Like, just... Oh, yeah. Anyway. Just commit. Just read the books. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Agree. Okay. Um, yeah, so there was that random lady scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the random lady and Tyrrell scene. And then um, Apollo has his own kind of, you know, having to deal with the death. Um, he gives this, like, really hokey speech to the group where he's like, I wish I knew what to say. And I was like... Again, like bad writing because we saw him give excellent speeches mm. last last episode privately and to a group, and we've seen that he's obviously literate and <laughs> you know can talk. So I don't know why he gets up in front of the crowd and he's like, "I don't know what to say. I wish I knew." It's like, um, <laughs> don't say anything. And then Adama shows up and it's just like, "You need to this be strong." Is sad, but every day it's sad. Like, People are watching us. Yeah. It's your but responsibility we do to be see, strong. Yeah, we do see that Adama is a much better public speaker than Apollo because he just speaks in like like four word sentences <laughs> that are very pessimistic and it's like yeah I get it you know your audience you know mm. also actually this one thing I will say about this episode and you've watched the OC so I'm sure you'll know you okay know, cool this is it. we're going this. with random pop culture references right now well, but I love it this this scene really reminded me or like you know made me feel that um Adama's really the Sandy Cohen of this show because he doles out that old man wisdom, but he kind of does it in a way that's like, you know, it's it's like dad wisdom, um, but in a way that's kind of like, you know, yeah. mm, loosely put. I think that that symbol that Tom was making was all about eyebrows. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I would say Edward James almost is more like uh, like wrinkles of like, oh. you know, frown than actual you can't Sandy, like, Cohen Sandy Cohen eyebrows. Sandy Cohen eyebrows are yeah. a they were, they were their own actor. They were um, their own actor. <laughs> and, and most of what... Um, what was his name, that actor? Anyway, most of what he was doing was eyebrows, let's be real. Yeah, like, like in everything surprised. he's in. They're he's great. in Center Stage as well. I yeah. completely forgot that until I rewatched it. It was such a great movie. Aren't you lucky you're learning so much from us that's not about that? It's just we're actually talking about every other show that we possibly anyway. can. Anyway, no, I do think that was like, um, that did remind me of some Sandy Cohen dad wisdom. Mm. It kind of, you know, got around um, Apollo's awkwardness and was like, look, this, is, this sucks, but, you know, life sucks, then you die. Um, so that was that, you know, <laughs> be heart, strong. heartwarming speech. Yeah, yeah, we have to be strong. Um, be strong. And much. as you know, Adama is addressing the um, the pilot. Starbucks starts to have flashbacks to when she met Adama for and the first time. And then she just doesn't 
Stop. does not cope. It's like <laughs> the floodgates are open. So yeah, she. I, I assumed that it was on Caprica, but it wasn't made explicit that that was like when her and Adama first met. Oh yeah, um, I assume. But it was, we find out they somewhere met in the twelve the colonies. Yeah, yeah um, after Zakadama. Um, who was Starbucks Beyonce? Oh my god! Oh my god! What a reveal. Twist, was killed. Um, she remembers Zach's funeral, which I want to call out is weirdly incredibly similar similar to Earth funerals, even though they have a different religious system. Okay. I found that super weird. They but wait, is that said, like supposed to be like in the past or the future or like what's it's the not deal? specific? But it is like related to Earth. Like Earth is like something. So like I mean, that guess that makes sense. I think there's a lot more things to criticize. Yeah, I just always. All right. It also is all weird not, that his wife is like obviously crying on the other side of the funeral and he's holding Starbuck? hands with Starbucks. Yeah, that and was I'm like, weird. okay, well, I guess it's nice, but like oh, your wife's yeah. over there. <laughs> your like, wife. <laughs> For there was like one second in that scene where I thought Starbucks Starbuck. was the one in like the black like outfit crying, and I was oh. like, uh oh. Was, uh, fine. Yeah. No, but like, I mean, it's nice that he he was consoling her, but like, yeah, we see a lot more of their relationship, which is lovely once they know each other, but like. At this point, yeah, you're just right. Met. Super weird. Yeah, like um, if I if that was my situation, I think I'd feel weird if a guy mm, held my hand. Mm, probably, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was nicely nicely intended. Yeah. No, the reason I want to call out the um the funeral is because I just always find it really interesting in sci-fi shows mm. what the what the showrunners choose to be different and what mm. they choose. I think I've brought this up before. Like you know, they've got the corner thing, like the, um, you know, soft, like the hexagonal corners or yeah. whatever. Octagonal? Hexagonal. Oh, oh yeah. It's different, you know, yeah. The, yeah, edging. But then they have, like, normal, like, you know, plates or, like, knives and forks. Mm. So, like, I'm not saying you need to, like, completely let your freak flag fly if you're going to, like, because then people wouldn't have any common references. Yeah. I was found it weird that, like, it was such a traditional Western funeral, even though their gods are, like, very, like... They, you know, they've got 12 gods, Lords of Kobol, yeah. and the only only kind of inkling we've had of that so far um, for a show that, like, leans heavily into religion mm. um, is, like, gods instead of god, singular, and, like, Lords of Kobol. But then, like, this, like, religious ceremony seemed, like, really pedestrian to, like, current Western civilization on mm. Earth, which is not necessarily the civilization that's, I think, being represented in no. this colony. I think it's, like, I think the way that I would... S- justify that in my mind and i don't know why i'm making any justifications for this show after the episode that we just watched but like let's give it a show is that obviously there are references made to earth and mm. that they're human mm. so there is obviously some crossover and like with plates and whatever mm. um so i guess that like from my perspective whether this is our past or our future that's one of the things mm-hmm. that kind of carried on just mm-hmm. like you know a lot of pagan rituals carried on into Abrahamic religions and blah, 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 but it's, like, not quite the same. Yeah, cool. And that's how I would see it and justify it, but as I said, they don't deserve it, so... <laughs> let's yeah. rag on them for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, well, we can definitely rag about what happens after that because then we get those, and I this is where I get Kanye West in my note-taking, really bad flashbacks of yeah. Starbucks getting nasty with um, Zach Adama. It really looked like Ghost with Patrick Swartz, like, oh, Swayze. Like, yeah. it was, like, so pastel and purple. Mm. And I would say it was, like, a share video, except that would be offensive to Cher, who is awesome. Cher is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, friend of the podcast, Cher. <laughs> friend of the podcast. 
But it was really weird and really badly lit. And I don't know if they just ran out of like locations because they're always filming in like hangers. And they were like, yeah, let's put them in the corner. That'll be fine. But they but were it was also super they weird. were where her locker is. Yeah, it was super weird. Yeah, and but they were like super intimate. And I'm like, yeah. how is no one walking in here now? Yeah. Your locker is right there. Because she's the boss. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was the same things repeated over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like different flashbacks. So it was like, hokey. let's watch the same things over and over yeah. again and, and like there's no reason why they had to have sex that picture yeah. yeah it's weird um then um after the funeral in the present day so the funeral for those like pilots that got killed in the accident well, was both the of them at the deck. same time like they yeah, were so flashbacking she's flashing back between yeah. those two funerals but then after in the present day after that um, current funerals finished um, so Dharma calls Starbuck into his office mm. or his you know quarters um, and he tells her that he needs her to train up the new pilots because now they're even more short of skilled pilots um, you know they've, they're short skilled to begin with or short of skilled pilots to begin with um, in the fleet and now like they've lost I think they said it was 13 or 17 I don't remember the exact number um, that you know were, were lost in that ac- um, accident that now they need even more so she she obviously pushes back on it because it's Starbuck. Mm. Um, and also oh, guilt. Yeah, of pilot, yeah, all absolutely. the things. Because we, I don't know if you know this, but actually, she used to date his son, and she let him. She let him pass. pass. So she um, let him pass. She, and I don't do know you if know? You understand do that. you remember that she told Apollo that oh, in the pilot? I remember that. I think yeah. we saw that scene yeah. at least three times this episode. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. you know, just banging over the head with it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I um. I had that in a in a Trump inflection as well. I just said, mm. which is the second flashback to that scene with Apollo. So yeah, I was getting really annoyed about that, that by that point. Fair enough. I think Tom is getting more beer, so that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, producer Tom. You know the <laughs> our hearts tonight. Um, yeah, so they have uh, Adama Senior and Starbuck have a you know back and forth where he just cuts to the chase and is like, it's not your fault, and he goes on this. And I think again, uncharacteristic for the mm. character of Adama, he like over talks about how it isn't her fault like it's like the script wants us to feel super yeah, super guilty it is also like it's he like kind he wouldn't of says he's he not wouldn't. that descriptive but it's not the kind of person who would be like i think he even says specifically like he passed the test yeah like he's exactly like, he like, passed the lots basic of good flight. pilots you know the, you can't pass that test and not but it's like it's you wouldn't so say hard. that no, you wouldn't no, say no it's too he it, passed yeah. basic flight it's like yeah. it's like oh wait do you oh but didn't you know you're just cutting right to the core of what she yeah. feels guilty about it's not authentic to his character not at all um so that was an annoying scene um you know because of that Beer, more beer has arrived. Mm. It's all good. Mm. Um, yeah, so he basically is like, it's not your fault. You know, uh, he passed everything. It was all fine. You know, gives her another reason to feel even more, you know, worried or guilty or whatever. Um, and then he basically is like, you're going to do it. So, you know, yeah. don't don't give me anything else. Mm. Um, and then we, like, see this weird scene where she has to – she Starbuck, I mean, is playing cards. Yeah. Um, and, like, she, like, is getting, like, real hectic yeah. flashbacks so she keeps touching her ear. Touch and her mouth. And her mouth. And, and I'm just <laughs> like, what are you doing? You know what I thought was really funny about this scene? Usually Bolter is doing that because, like, <laughs> Six true. is talking to him and he's like, mm, just touch him myself. And he was just like, 
Are you ready? I feel like, like I should have like, like just videoed it. your face then. Just <laughs> I'd yeah. make a gif out of it. Like some uh, it was, oh, it was very much like the scream for those who have seen that painting. Um, yeah, or the front of um, Home Alone. Can I say though, mm. um, Sam Witwer is one of the actors here. I recognized him. Ah. He's from the American version of Being Human, which I don't even know if I should admit that I watched that, but I did. But you have now. And <laughs> um, I don't, I, it was, I, was in a, I was in a low point. I think I had the flu. Um, but anyway, I recognized him. And then I was like, oh, that's exciting because he's like super attractive. But like they've shaved his head and he's like super skinny. He doesn't look as great. He's one of the pilots. Yeah. Ah. He's this guy with a shaved head who's like, huh, you guys working out a silent detector? And they're like, silent detector? What silent detector? Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we oh, in that, that scene Even if cards, we knew yeah. about it, we couldn't tell you. And I'm like, oh, That was God. such a cop-out excuse too, by mm. the way, from Bolter. Like... I, I did think that was, like, authentic to him. Like, I didn't think that was actually bad writing. But it was, like, true of Bolter to be like, oh, I couldn't possibly tell you. Now, mm. like, bet some more money. It's like, shouldn't you be building the fracking silent detector? Ooh, like, you know? Fracking in everyday language. <sighs> Got a lot of yeah, fracks to give. a lot of give. fracks to give. Yeah. I mean, I missed James Callis' episode, our I mate, know. James Callis. I, friend of the podcast. <laughs> um, I did I did miss him, and I missed six. We mm. only had, like, one scene. I was going to actually call out. I think this was, like, the first episode we've had where we don't have like implant slash in brain slash hallucinating six do you think that's why it was bad there are so many other reasons yeah yeah just one of them you trish um yeah that was that was a weird scene um and then starbuck goes to train up the new after her like weird ear freak out um she goes and talks or starts training the um oh you can call me god the nuggets yeah yeah i do like the name hot dog as a call sign though like i was like (laughs) is that a punishment because i think that's awesome that's your (laughs) now you know that's now when we introduce each other at the start (laughs) i think we should just give each other a different call sign every week oh well it's funny you know because that guy who plays hot dog is actually edward james Olmos's son oh yeah and he was supposed to just be like a bit part but then they actually liked him so they were like oh we'll write you some more lines that's cute i like hot dog yeah he's like a young starbuck you know like bit of a rebel and you know what was interesting in that scene is starbucks being like totally colonel ty yeah like she's being so and this is actually the only theme that i found that we will discuss later about the episode, which yeah, we can talk about. it was very, it was a very Thai esque speech, yeah, and then it was a very Thai esque approach where mm. she was like, "You're gonna go out on your first go, and you're gonna go out there, and then you're gonna fuck up the landing, and I'm gonna, you know, tell you you're done." Like, yeah, it was, yeah, obviously setting them up to fail. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a strange. Like, I, I think the show. You know, they may have made it clear why she was feeling somewhat Do you fragile. Think that maybe she's going but, through some stuff. You know, I couldn't tell. Maybe you. she's getting some It was flashbacks. really opaque. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just super inscrutable. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, she fails them all because it's their first go and they're not perfect. And so she's like, nope, you're done. I think maybe you're she's worried enough. that one of them, something might happen to one of them yeah. and that she would some feel kind responsible. Of yeah. Um, so yeah, she fails them all. She's like, nope, screw it, you're done. Um, get out, leave right now. Mm. Um, sorry, I had to invoke some JoJo right there. Um, needless to say, Apollo isn't very happy about that. He's mm. like, you know, we don't have enough pilots and these are the only ones that have done even basic flight training. The mm. others haven't even been in a cockpit. How so, scary, by the way, would yeah, it be? Going into to space. Go into space. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And then yeah. to be like, oh, but you didn't land perfectly. It's like, I would not even know how to, like, 
like start the engine yeah you know i know they've like been in a cockpit before but even like yeah space yeah. is terrifying mm. like that's super scary yeah i yeah i thought that was i like also a total like the chick who was like that's not fair and i was like i like you yeah good for you, good it, for isn't you. Fair. it isn't fair this episode is your fair. side <laughs> <laughs> yep um yeah that was um that scene oh and i should have i actually skipped over this sorry yeah there was a scene with the out. president is that what you yep. were going to talk about i was yeah i like her i love when he's like um, yeah, A calls her. I like their dancer. Their banter is great. I love when he calls her a young woman and she just, she's just like, whatever. Okay. I'm taking this. And he's like, <laughs> can I ask why a, like an intelligent young woman like yourself wouldn't get a breast scan? And she's like, yes, I would mind. It's none of your business. And I was like, yes, Rosalind. Yes. Yeah. Bitch. But Doc Cottle is a dick. And but like, he becomes like a recurring dick. character dick. But yeah. like. You gotta love him though yeah. in oh, his dickness. He's a, actually a great introduction, like mm. to that character. Like I love that he's like an asshole to her. Then he lights up in front of her, and then when she's like, "I want to try alternative therapies," like pray. Yeah, <laughs> she's and like, then... no, this medicine. He's like, "Nah, you should pray." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, "Oh God, you're one of them." Kind yeah, of thing, no hospital. Like, like, okay, manner. that's fine. And like, I don't know, like. She can do what she wants, but like I liked, I liked their banter. It was great. Yeah, it was good. This was like the. I wish we had more time with her. I wish we had more time mm. with Volta. Um, number six. Like I just feel like all our faves were like, you know, you know, I, I'm not as much of a fan of Starbucks as you. Look after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how Things I feel. Boomer, Boomer didn't even get a look in. She was like playing cards in one scene and was like. She had a reason to leave or some, like, random line. Yeah, but she was okay with it because I think that meant she won her bet. I think that's what that was. Mm, mm. Um, but, no, I like the Dr. Rosalind banter. That was one of the... It was good. The, yeah. The, um, the points um, that I liked. <laughs> it's not a, there's not a lot. My notes are short. Huh? Well, she... Yeah, so the outcome of that scene, we should say, is that she insists on... Um, like He basically tells her her prognosis is too far along for them to do much except... Um, I, it's not chemo, but yeah. it's like the equivalent of these it's kind whatever of, you know, their reactive version of treatments. Chemo is, yeah. Um, and she's like, no, I don't want to do that because my mum had that, and it, like, you know, mm. she died over a period of time, and it was really awful for her. Um, and so she's like, I want to try Kamala extract instead. And the priest is like, oh god, you're one of those people. Mm. And then she's like, well, too bad. That's what I want. And so he's like, okay, but, but like you at should this cry. point, she's dying anyway. Yeah. So I mean, exactly. she wants to try something different. Yeah. No, and no, like, no, chemo I agree is with a. Yeah, well, it wouldn't. How would she effectively govern mm. in that state? Mm. Like, if her whole thing is she doesn't want the people to lose hope, yeah. then she needs to be like visible. She needs to be making rounds, you know, in the fleet. She needs yeah. to be a leader. And you I, can't feel do like that, I feel like I probably would make a similar yeah. decision yeah. in her position. Yep. Um, terrible yeah. to think about anyway. So we should move on from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it, yeah. Anyway, that was that was a good scene though. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, after that scene with Rosalind, we're still dealing with the fallout of Starbuck being, you know, a dick, basically. And, um, you know. And Apollo goes and talks to Adama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, she's walking around with a lot of emotion. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, oh. loved, I loved the line, though. It was so, like, smarmy of Apollo when he's like, you know, she nearly punched me on the floor. And, he, and, and Adama's just, like, like laughing about and he's it. Like, you wouldn't smile if you were there. <laughs> like, it was so, like, dad, it hurt. Like, and, you know, I, I actually really like Apollo. And we were talking mm. about how great he was last week. But this is the problem with shitty mm. writing. It, like, it, it pulls back the value that you've built in those characters. Absolutely. By, like, you know, in TV, you're, like, investing a little bit every week. And so this is, like, the first episode we've really had to... Um, sit with Starbuck as a character and get some glimpses into her backstory. And they and, really uh, they fucked just it up. Really fucked it up. And then not <laughs> only did they fuck it up, like, you know, Apollo doesn't really act like he's acted for the last 
few episodes, which no. was like, you know. I mean, he does like to an extent. Yeah, I mean, when he, when Adama says, "Oh, what do you mean?" He's like, "Oh, I couldn't you didn't have know told that." You yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Oh no, ask her." Like, I'm out. Mm. Um, which I think is like, I mean, obviously yeah, he was trying to protect that her, was fit. Yeah. and he was entering in the conversation with the misunderstanding about what Adama knew. But yeah, aside from that, it's like, oh for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. So, so whinging. Yes. Yeah, so he went. So Apollo goes to Adama. They have a discussion um, where Apollo basically thinks like Adama's like, "No, no, I talked about it with Starbuck, mm. and like it was fine." Classic and he's, like, situation. Oh, and then he's like wait you meant that because you know he Apollo thinks that it's um what Apollo himself knows from Starbuck which is that you know she let um wait what what was it what, I don't know I, 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 I can't for life me clear enough yeah yeah but you know something happened with Zach she could she may or may not have let him pass yeah um even though it wasn't Facial a mistake yeah and then anyway Towards the end, Adama's like, but wait, what do you mean? And Apollo's <laughs> like, oh, backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Yeah, um, classic. Yeah, it's, it's clear that um, Adama hasn't had the same discussion with mm. Apollo. And so then Starbuck is like looking, and I, I just had to make a note of this, at that terrible and awkward photo mm-hmm. of her like like nuzzling up to Zach. And then Apollo Apollo's on the just side, like there. Being like, like they're just I've never understood that, that photo. I've never understood that photo. It's like... It's like a press photo for, like, you know, the marketing collateral, except that Zakadama is, like, dead and not a character. Yeah. It's like, you would never take a photo like that. No. And I think, like, it's like, oh, but it's like my two men together, except, like. It's really clunky framing of being like two brothers, Mano. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. yeah, So she's looking at her weird photo, Mm. and then then having more flashbacks. I just didn't think we had enough. No, can't get enough. Mm. Um, And then she gets summoned to Adama's office. He confronts her about Zach. Um, This actually, like, you know, I love you like a daughter is heart wrenching. Yeah, especially knowing like I don't deserve that. Like. And I think this is the first, um, the first time, and this is the one thing I do think the episode did to its. And I think that the reason it worked was because like the the actors actors were good, pulled it like they tried really hard to sell this scene, and like you know the scene is good. Yeah, Katie Sackhoff and um, who plays Starbuck and Edward James Olmos who plays Adama, like they they were really strong, and their um, chemistry and reading of that scene was really great. Mm. But there doesn't like the writing was still you know not like walk out of this cabin while you still can, as if he's going to hurt her. I know he just said he loves her like a daughter. Absolutely, (laughs) and like you don't just stop like you know she's already had her worst punishment anyway yeah like there's yeah. nothing more you can do to her she lost her fucking no, fiance exactly. like you're not gonna hurt her yeah Ugh, bullshit so i think yeah i think it was bullshit um <laughs> but i also think like the only the upside, actors pulled it. the actors pulled it and also like we do see that kind of more paternal side of adama because mm. we don't really see we see like glimpses of him being paternal with apollo but they definitely have like more of a strange relationship yeah, like, whereas he, with Starbuck, I think he is really yeah. that paternal figure. Yeah, and I, I want, like that yeah. he expressively says, I love you like a daughter. Yeah. I maybe feel like I wish that had been kind of time. And it didn't need to happen so early. Nah. I think that it was really, it's really obvious in the show anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and I it's agree. beautiful the way he says it. Yeah. But I just think that probably would be great, like, I don't know, like, at the end of season yeah. four. Yeah. Like, you don't need it now. We know. We understand. Yeah. <sighs> and, like, it just lands. Head. I feel like, like I've got bruises all over uh-huh. the back of my head. <laughs> yeah, it just lands. Um, like, that line is really great, and there are really great moments because of, like, you know, the actors. Mm. But 
I think just the way that a lot of those lines, because they're not well-written land, like when um, Starbucks said something like, oh, he wasn't a bad pilot, he just had no feel for flying. It's like, well... Then he's a bad he's pilot. He's a bad pilot, because like, isn't that what you need to That's be able exactly to fly? That's exactly what you just... You, you just contradict yourself. Yeah. yeah, and there were lots of lines that were like, you know, like Dharma was kind of like... Because um, then it goes to the flashback of them talking about how, oh, my God, they're engaged. Yeah. And he's like whoa you were serious kind of thing like it's just so hokey it's like yeah you know we're smarter than that and the audience who are watching this show are smarter than that Mm. so you know i mean i think this is a thing i think this is why where um good actors in tv series are so important because Mm. like you see happen in like a lot of tv shows where there's like many different writers and directors and Mm -hmm. you sort of Mm -hmm. um but when you've got good actors at least that part of it can can pull it together and i think we had this conversation i don't know if it was on air or off air about cj craig and like the Mm -hmm. problematic character that she is in terms of feminist Mm -hmm. thought on Mm -hmm. the west wing Mm -hmm. but that allison janney is just so freaking great and she just manages to pull it in even yeah. when it's being like ridiculously she like, redeems that role in yeah a way whereas that, like, someone else it shouldn't always have been able absolutely to be. not but she's yeah. so strong totally agree. and i think that's the same friend with this thing like it's not a friend of the podcast <laughs> alice and jenny oh my we love god you. we love you so much <laughs> but i think that that's the same in, yeah this scene so this is yeah. where my notes end i was like a giver <laughs> uh, i can't so. even yeah um i felt a bit like that too mm. um yeah, so that was kind of like the heartwarming crux of the episode. Also devastating. Also devastating. Yeah. Bittersweet. Um, yeah, so Dharma basically, the scene ends with him telling her to reinstate the pilots, do your job, and get the fuck out, basically. And then she comes back and she's like, I'm going to do my job. And I yeah, was like, she what? just like, has a complete change of heart and not is, and doesn't like self inflict anything in any way. Like, yeah, it was really weird. Just the fact that she said that line. I like, know. It was so ridiculously so ridiculous. done. Like, so ridiculous. Oh, I feel sorry for her for having to say it. It's just I know. So, so then she's like hunky-dory, like, yep, I'm taking the team out. Like, I'm not even going to just reinstate them. We're all going to go out and hunt together. Like, yeah. we'll go out, you know, to, And then Ty's the like, what's gotten into her? She's being a leader. And it's <laughs> like, oh. Ty was the only person who actually said like logical things this episode <laughs> like he was all of us being like that doesn't make sense what's going on i was like my thoughts exactly oh. um yeah so then um yeah they're all out for a little gang hang mm-hmm. out in space um, always got to follow the leader yeah That's always what we learned early on no no, no mm-hmm. never leave the leader never leave never leave the, the leader. leader that was a clunky line even to deliver yeah but um yeah you know but they say it more than once they do just yeah. in case you forgot um, yeah, in so then some um, some Cylons show up, like mm-hmm. a pack of the Cylons. The which ones, is just yeah. random. Which is random. And also that there's and only again, eight. not set up. Like, mm. no. Like, even I think, like, um, Ty is like, how did they find us? <laughs> yeah. <you> get, like, <laughs> and why are there eight? Like, every yeah. other time when the Cylons have really hope, been heaps of them. I, like, really wish, like, in my heart of hearts that, like, Michael Hogan, who plays, like, Ty, actually didn't have any lines for this episode. And was just, like, <laughs> and he was just like, wait, someone's going to say going something on? here. Yeah. Someone's oh, I hope, say I hope. It. But yeah, it was. It was super weird. Um, so then the silence show up. Starbucks like kids or nuggets. She's like, get back to the ship and I'll take it care of them. And by, she, myself. by myself. Hey, by myself. I mean, she's a good pilot, but by yeah. herself. Yeah. And then Hot Dog, who we do love. Or yeah. I love. I've decided. Call sign. My Hunting call for sign. a husband. <laughs> well, as Edward James almost his son. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I can be like the... 
daughter-in-law of Edward James Olmos. That's Marrying pretty cool. in. Oh, well. Um, we had to do wonders for our podcast. Um, but, um, family of the show. Family of the show. Oh, yes. First family. First the family. Um, but, uh, oh, man, I've lost it. But, oh, yeah, he doesn't leave the leader because... No, um, never leave the leader. Never leave the leader. Uh, and so very recklessly. And he doesn't even just follow her. He goes in front of her. And then he's like, pow, 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 like, ha, oh, take that. And then, like, one silo, like... Give it a little zap. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my ship, it's destroyed. Like, It made so me think of useless. Space Invaders. Like, all I could think of with him is he's like, oh, he's like realizing his dream. Beep, beep, of like, yeah. <laughs> like moving yeah. the ship from side to side. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was useless, basically. Like, came back to, like, help and then just, like, got made in the a way. problem. Yeah, and then so then Starbuck she goes got, to rescue you know, him. But then, you know, and like... She, think, she doesn't want to leave anyone behind. I think no. she's really worried about having something on her conscience. Something happened in her past. We don't Ooh, know why. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so she goes to rescue him. This actually didn't make sense in the action, and I wasn't sure if she hit the Cylon or the Cylon hit No, her. she hit the Cylon, and then as it's, like, destroyed, it goes, like, over her and dings her ship. Oh. But, like, in a way that's obviously fatal. Yeah. Or, like, for the ship. Because, fatal limbo. Oh, I don't know, because, like, I... I mean, I know I haven't read spoilers, but I'm pretty sure Starbucks still going to be a character. I think she's in some promotional merchandise <laughs> show of it. over the years. Over that the it was years, broadcast. so I'm pretty sure she's not dead from this. Yeah, um, well, but that cliffhanger we wouldn't know ridiculous. because we just cut. That's I the mean, end if of this a very like unsatisfying Martin or, or like yeah. Joss Whedon, we would safely assume that she was definitely dead. Yeah. But that's probably not going to happen here. Yeah, this is pre like Red Wedding Game of Thrones. Mm. Like people, people, hey, it was a simpler let's time. Not use that as the. Come on, Buffy was way before Game of Thrones. Yeah, but like popular consciousness, mm. like people being like, "Oh my god, I watched a show and then they killed the main character." Yeah, you know. Whereas yeah. like Buffy fans were like, I think a bit more like self discerning to be like, "Oh well, that's it will true. Play out in this way or something else yeah. will happen." Whereas a lot like. Myself included, like, I remember watching the first season of Game of Thrones and being like, what the fuck when Ned yeah. Stark died? Like, I was like, I hadn't read the books, and I was like, surely this is not happening, you know? Mm. But, yeah, it was. So. so, sorry, guys, if anybody hasn't seen Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. I actually, this Thrones. actually happened to me today in another podcast. I was listening to a Twin Peaks podcast, and they started talking about Mr. Robot, which is a show that I'm supposed to watch yeah. with my housemate. I'm not going to give spoilers. But, like, I'm not giving spoilers, but they started talking about something <laughs> that was, like, a sort of spoiler. And I was like, guys, I wasn't prepared. And now it's spoiled. And now it's a little bit spoiled. Mm. And, like, you didn't say anything overtly, mm. but I understood what you meant. And now I know. You and I'm like not going to spoil it. You with the ears. You were, like, tugging your ear, like, oh, no, oh, I've heard no. the spoiler. I've heard it. <laughs> something oh, in my And past. then I started getting flashbacks this time yeah. that I was making love to this guy. And he kept touching my and ear. And he kept touching my ear. And, and then, then people around me just started looking at me. Then I had to stop playing my card game. I couldn't play my cards. I was too busy focusing on my we have one one more scene to talk about and then which Caprica? was fine oh, which no, was Caprica. Yeah. so we did get one check-in Caprica with Caprica Boomer and Hilo um they trace the signal to a cafe where they, they find that was a guy's place by the way <laughs> did you notice that they were like who is this guy who did this oh. thing like him and I was like how do you know yeah sorry I interrupted you everyday sexism. I keep drinking more beer <laughs> um I loved that like in an episode like littered with cliches the secret trapdoor was a fucking bookshelf <laughs> like oh there's a secret bookshelf oh Oh, it's a secret passage. Oh, my God. No one ever thinks to look behind the bookshelf. No But it wasn't even a cool one that was like a a, a book. No. It was like you had to just move the books. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah, it's like if you're going to do a cliche, at least, like, do it well. (laughs) 
Yeah, um, and take the books with you. It would get boring down there. Well, they thought there were going to be people down there, and then mm. they kind of got down, and they were like, oh, no people, but fresh food, medicine, other supplies. It was like, you know, just a, a buffet of good mm. things for them. So, Do you think, like, the Caprica Boomer knew about it? Because he sort of says something like, oh... Oh, I don't remember what he says. And she's like, let's just be thankful we found it. Like, let's not question it. And I'm like, hmm, is she aware? Mm. And then Six walks past, or mm. A6, upstairs and just does the, like... I think we're getting much more of a sense now as the episodes go on of, like, personalities of Cylons. And Six just very just sexual. Like, ah, sexually, just, like, putting my hand against the foggy window. Yeah. <laughs> That's like... not a euphemism for anything <laughs> Super subtle. This episode is what Super I call subtle. it. Super subtle. It was, um, yeah, it was really, it was really difficult to work out what's going on. Um, mm, that's cool. actually the truth. But yeah. So, um, well, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, we can go into themes. There's not really any. Uh, as I said, bad writing, terrible flashbacks, and subtlety. Sad. Subtlety, I would mm, say. Mm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the only one that I pulled out that I thought was interesting, the only thing that I pulled out really that I thought was interesting was, um. The contrast between Starbucks leadership styles and what that might say about different types of leadership styles mm. and the person and the motives for leading that way. Mm-hmm. So obviously when she's like riddled with guilt, I had to dig. I had to dig for this. When she's really riddled with guilt, she is like a very authoritative leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when she's sort of like... just to quash her personality. Yeah, yeah. And when she sort of you know, makes that, admits to Adama what she's done, she kind of settles back into that more, like, group style that she's always Mm. done of, like, mateship. Mm -hmm. That's basically all I have. Um, I put responsibility and family, uh, but really, I was just really digging. You tried. This is a shit episode, guys. We tried. (laughs) We tried. Yeah, there's not a lot here. One thing that I thought, and I don't know if it's so much of a theme, but I think just re-watching this series, like... Now that we are a few more episodes in, we're starting to see more of the world that they inhabit in terms of... I think last week we saw, like, how the prisons work and how, mm. um, the, like, a bit more about the political landscape. This episode, and again, I'm, I'm digging, but, like, we saw a bit <laughs> more you. about, like, military protocol, um, like, how, like... I don't know, there were, like... Yeah, I was clearly grasping at straws, but even like <laughs> when they were talking about like um, you know, it's like um gray gray coats or like dress grades for the funeral, mm-hmm. like just little things that like they all help build that world up. Like yeah. I love all that stuff. Like I love detail and I love like sci-fi elements of like yeah. the world building. That's and really it is nice to have, digging, you know. I'm trying. <laughs> um yeah, because nothing that was on the surface really was doing anything for me. So <laughs> Yeah, um, and that's about it. And Doc Cottle being why like clear alcohol or water when they had that meeting. Like, you know when Starbucks and Adama had the meeting? And I was like, at first I thought they were drinking water. And then when I watched it again, it looked like they were drinking mm, alcohol. Like I'm vodka like, or something. Yeah, but then I'm like, are they drinking, like, really nice water? And mm. it's like, because he pours it back in at the end as well, which is sort of along the scarcity vibe. But then if, if it was, like, alcohol and you didn't have that much left, I'd be pouring it back in if it hadn't been Yeah, but drunk. even water as well. Yeah, true. But then I just wonder if it's real true. nice water, like yeah, earth true. water or something. Yeah. Anyway, water, that's another yeah. thing I thought of. Yeah, I liked the, like, we didn't get to see much of it because the show is more concerned with, like, giving us four of the same flashbacks. But yeah. I liked the part where they were talking about how they can't do anything. Um, like, they were, like, sitting ducks for the Cylons because of the um, extracting the water from the planet. Mm. And, like, I liked that they were just, like there's some content like continuation of these um logistical elements mm. of what they've got going on mm. I, I definitely hope next episode that we actually get more um 
like more development from those random Cylons showing up. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like, oh, come on. I think um, that there's like, I think often, and like, I might eat my words next week, but I think often in these two part episodes, like, with the mm, to be continued, mm. which like every, like, I think you said this to me earlier, like, every episode in a television series is to be continued. Yeah. Like, everyone. It's like, a that's serialized a serialized format. Yeah. So, but like, they do it in like a lot of TV shows, and I know they've done it in like some Buffy episodes where they have a to be, like, well, they don't usually say it like that, though. It's just, like, a clear two-parter, mm. which obviously this is because it ends, like, right in the middle of the story. Often the second one is better than the first one. The first one's usually, like, trying to set it up in, like, a really obvious way and, like, put the pieces in place for the second one to be more interesting. That's true. So I'm really hoping for that. To be yeah. continued is bullshit. Yeah, and so unsatisfying. And look, you know, looking ahead to next episode, it is a different story by credit and it is a different directed by credit. Ooh, so yeah, that is good. hopefully good. <laughs> hopefully a good sign. Um, yeah, I don't have any more themes to add. There yeah. wasn't a lot thematically. And what was our frat count? Frat I think count that was, was three, but we, I thought they were all Starbucks, but I think that was contested and one was from someone else. So if, if we have any eagle-eyed viewers who know who that third one was and want to tell me I'm wrong, feel free to We don't want to watch to, the episode uh, again. Because we're, we're not watching it again. Yeah. Um, we're not prepared to do that. Um, yeah. But uh, if someone wants to correct us, by all means. Yeah. If someone really likes the episode, frats. yeah, please tell us. tell us. I'm prepared to like argue a bit more, debate, <laughs> or listen, debate. I'd yeah. like to listen, listen. to justification yeah. for yeah. liking the episode. So yes, if you like true. it, I'd love to hear about it. I always like different opinions. Yeah, strong um, opinions always welcome. I wrote really, really lame predictions. I wrote. <laughs> I was really pissed by the end of the episode. Not. Like, I was just annoyed. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I wrote, Starbuck will obvi live. Like, it wasn't, <laughs> I couldn't even be bothered to write obvious at this point. And I was like, shit's going to go down with Caprica Boomer. That is literally my two show notes. Oh, no. And then I think my other one was like, hot dog is mini, is mini Starbuck. If they're going to develop <laughs> some kind of, like, relationship. I thought you were going to be like, hot dog is my future husband <laughs> well i mean maybe we don't know if you're listening <laughs> she's ready to mingle yeah um yeah cool i look forward to seeing whether those predictions come true or not <laughs> they're, pretty they're pretty lame pretty loose so i feel like you could fit them into quite a lot of things Shit's gonna go down as a very vague statement yeah um yeah Look, it's inclusive. It's inclusive. Of <laughs> um, a we've lot got two Cylon count as well. There were three Cylons, two Boomers, Caprica Boomer, Galactica Boomer, and that random six that I assume is not Caprica six, but Which we don't the know. The dress on, not the white coat. Yeah, I don't know. a six was there. As there was one. Yep, but we didn't see enough of her. That was like the final thing that sucked about this episode. Yeah, not enough anyway. six. Yeah, we like six. Um, yeah, that was um, disappointing. So I guess we can... Um... We remain hopeful. It's not over yet. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's actually Melia's fault if this doesn't go well. So, um, yeah. Um, I also watched, like, all of the seasons of Twin Peaks this week. So I keep finding new series to fulfill my... Um, I was like, ah, oh, cliffhanger. I got to go watch, like, three seasons of something. <laughs> I would also love show suggestions from Battlestar Galactica fans. Yeah, true. Feel free to like tweet or Instagram us, and we have an email address as well, don't we, Lisa? Uh, yeah, I think our producer manages that. Uh, beersbeatsbsg at gmail.com. Yeah, so if you want to 
uh, email our producer Tom or one of us will look at it as well. I promise. <laughs> we read everything. We do. Um, yeah, he just notify us, us of it. Oh, and one thing that we haven't talked about yet um, that we probably should is if you have suggestions for beer that we can drink because we've been kind of working our way through um, local Locals. Australian mm-hmm. beers that we like, but we particularly like it when there's a tie-in to the episode. So if you know, um, you know what's coming up and you want to make a suggestion, hit us up. Um, cool. Just contact us. Tell us you love us. <laughs> Lisa's feeling fragile. This episode really cut. It shook you to your core. It made me reconsider everything I was doing in life and whether or not. Anyway. <laughs> and on that note. On that note. <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap things up. I'm just going to keep episode. finishing my beer. Shit um, got weird. Shit got Thanks weird. for sticking it out if you're still listening. And uh, you can tune in next time when we review episode five, which is called You Can't Go Home Again. Oh, dear.